888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 364, we're going to be talking about how to start a podcast. Yes, I'm going to give you a step-by-step guide. You know, a podcast is a great way to connect with your audience, grow your brand, and establish powerful relationships. And as bloggers, we all have a message to share. And podcasting is one of the best ways that I know to share that message. But a lot of people get overwhelmed and intimidating just thinking about how to start one. Fortunately for you, you're listening to this episode. We're going to break it down into seven steps. And by the end of this episode, you will know and understand exactly what you need to do to launch a high-quality podcast that can help you accomplish your business goals. So starting a podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Man, I hope you are having an amazing week. I hope it's off to a great start. If you're listening to this on a Monday, happy Monday. If you're listening to it on a Tuesday, happy Tuesday, and so on and so forth. And I hope that if your week isn't, you know, if you're not having the most amazing week, I hope by the end of this episode, your week will be just a little more amazing. Hey, this is episode number 364. You can find the detailed, not just show notes, but detailed everything, a detailed article. You can find a checklist that you can download by going to becomeablogger.com slash 364. Four. This one, don't take any notes, all right? Because I got it all for you. I'm looking here at, uh, let's see exactly how long this thing is because it's that detailed. It is a 2,554, oh man, 2,545-word article. I kind of went overboard, but I did it because I wanted to really deliver on this one. Once again, you can get the checklist by going to becomeablogger.com slash 364. So we're talking all about podcasting today. And I remember when I started my podcast. This was back in 2010. And in 2010, I started my podcast. Back then, I was known as the freebie guy. I was teaching people all about freebie trading and how to make money with freebies. <laughs> and when I started this podcast, I had no name. I had no, no uh, significant equipment. I had no solid plan. I remember the first episode, I was kind of like, hey, what's hey, what's up? Uh, my name is Leslie Samuel. I'm starting this podcast. Uh, I don't really have a name. Um, here are some of the things I'm going to, I think I'm going to be talking about. Hey, by the way, if you have a name, I dare just, uh, you know, call in to the hotline. <laughs> I had a hotline. I was advanced enough to have a hotline. <laughs> so I asked people. 
people to call into the hotline. And the first name of this podcast was The Freebie Show. Yeah, exciting. And then it evolved to Learning with Leslie. And then it evolved to Blogging with Leslie. And now, 364 episodes later, we have a podcast that sounds uh, pretty good, I would say, that delivers tons of value, that uh, has allowed me to connect with so many amazing people. I've been podcasting now for over eight years, closer to nine years, 364 episodes in, and it's been an awesome experience. I want to tell you a little bit about the benefits of podcasting because you may be thinking, yeah, you know, I am blogging. Why do I need to even start a podcast? Do I need to start a podcast? Well, the answer is no. But if you want to experience the following benefits, podcasting is a great thing for you to consider. Number one, you get to share more. You know, when I go to, uh, if I go to an article and I see that this article is going to take me 30 minutes to read, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk away. If I hit play on a video and the video is like 20 minutes, guess what I'm going to do? Unless this is someone that I've really connected with, I value their stuff so much, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk away. And you're probably thinking, yep, I do the exact same thing. But guess what? You're going to listen to this podcast episode most likely till the end. And it's going to be about 45 minutes or more of valuable content. When you do a podcast, you get to share a whole lot more because people will listen to you while they're working out, while they're driving to work, while they're cleaning the house, while they're doing the dishes, while they're mowing the lawn. They can listen to you because they don't have to be watching a screen. They can just listen. And that is a beautiful thing. So you get to share more. Number two, people connect with you at a deeper level. Whenever I meet someone in person, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't remember ever having someone come up to me and say, hey, you know, that one article that you wrote about such and such was so, uh, no, I, I don't get that. I get it sometimes for my videos, but I get it more so for my podcast episodes. Someone was listening and there's something that I said that really touched them. It get, lets you to connect with, because you can share so much more, you can connect with people at a different level and people can connect with you at a different level. I share stuff about my life, about what I'm doing. I share stuff about my family and so on. So people connect with you at a deeper level. And number three, it makes it easier to connect with, I don't like using this word, but I'm going to use it with influencers. The reason I don't like using that word is because I believe we're all influencers at some level. But, you know, given the typical explanation of definition of what people think an influencer is, it makes it easier for you to connect with people that that maybe you, you, you've been looking at for a while and you admire what they do and so on because you can invite them to be interviewed on your show. And guess what? People like to be interviewed. People like to, to share stuff with new audiences. And a podcast makes it easier for you to connect with those people. And it gives you distribution on different platforms. It's great to have a blog. It's great to be in Google. It's great to have, you know, you can, you can share your content on social media and so on. But now you can be in iTunes. You can be in Google Play. You can be in Stitcher, Google Podcasts. I mean, go, yeah, Google Play. What's Google Podcasts? Google Podcasts is... <laughs> It's Google Play, basically. You can be on all of these other platforms, and that's a great way of tapping into 
different audiences. Now, people, as I said, often get overwhelmed when thinking about starting a podcast, but by the end of this podcast, you will know everything you need to know about how to start a podcast. We'll cover that. We'll cover how to post it to your blog and how to, pod, how to have it in, in multiple podcast directories and start promoting your content. Does that sound, does that sound good? All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me give you um, what we're going to cover. The seven steps. It's going to be seven steps. Number one, identify your target audience. That, that's important. That's always going to be important. Number two, prepare your podcast info. Number three, get the right equipment and software. Number four, plan out your first few episodes. Number five, record and edit your podcast. And number six, post your episode. And finally, Number seven, promote your podcast. Those are the steps that we are going to be diving into. So let's do it. Step number one, identify your target audience. It doesn't matter what kind of content I'm telling you about creating. I'm always going to start here. And this is the place that I think a lot of people kind of overlook. They're like, hey, you know, I have this topic. I want to talk about it. So I'm going to start talk, talking about it. No, you want to identify your target audience. You want to know who they are. And more importantly, you want to know what they're struggling with. What kinds of issues are they facing? What kinds of problems are they facing? I don't know if you know this, but when I said the word problems, I said it really soft because if my son hears me say problems, he's going to bust into the room and he's going to say, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity. <laughs> So to avoid that, I <laughs> to avoid that, I, I whenever I say the P word, I'm gonna say it quite softly. Okay, all right. So yes, you want to understand what are they struggling with because once you know what they're struggling with, that can help you to craft the right kind of content to provide them with the most value so that you can grow your audience, so that they can fall in love with the content that you are sharing and share it with their friends who are dealing with the same struggles, not problems, <laughs> so that you can grow your brand, grow your blog, grow your business, grow all of that stuff. So step number one, become clear on who your target audience is. Write it down. Paint that picture of who they are and what they're struggling with. Number two, step number two. You want to prepare your podcast info. Now, now that you know who your target audience is, you know who you're trying to reach, right? You know who that person is. I want you to craft a title and a description that's going to let that person know, hey, this is for you. All right? Now, it should paint a very clear, a very accurate picture of what your podcast is about, on what value it will be providing, on who it's for, and and that you are that that, that it, you make it clear that if they are struggling with these issues, <laughs> this podcast is the thing for them to listen to. Now, that's not all you want to include in your, your your title and description. You also want to include a little bit about you know who you are. And why they should be listening to you. 
All right. So if this is blogging with Leslie and this is a podcast on how to build a business with a blog, I can say, you know, I started uh, my blog, my biology blog, which landed me my dream job. And I built that into a business, sold it. I can say that I am the creator of Become a Blogger and I focus on helping people just like you get your blog started. I can go into those kinds of details. And that's the kind of stuff that you want to share. All right. Select that title. Make your title catchy if you can. Blog with Leslie, and then I have my description. I don't have it in front of me, but it, just go in iTunes or any pod, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts or any podcast directory. You can see an example of how I've written mine out. Okay, so the last thing that you want to do in, in preparing your podcast info is you want to get your artwork designed. Now, that's what people are going to be seeing when you know they look in a podcast directory or they are playing your podcast episode. Um, that that's what they're going to see. And it's you want it to kind of stand out, whether it's a picture of yourself with the, the title of your podcast or, or a picture that depicts the problem that you are solving. <laughs> Whatever that is going to be, you want to create that artwork or have it created. Now, the dimensions of that artwork is going to be 3,000 by 3,000 pixels. So it's going to be a square image. You don't have to be a designer. You have options. Number one, you can you can design it yourself if you want. If you're on a budget, go to something uh, a site like Canva.com, and you can design a podcast artwork. Your podcast artwork, or you can get someone to do it for you. If you're on a budget, you can go to a site like Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, and you can get a pretty decent podcast graphic design for. Uh, man, relatively nothing. I mean, some in some cases, five bucks. In some cases, 20 bucks, 25. I saw some really nice ones for 25 bucks on there. Now, of course, you also have the option, if you can afford it, to hire a professional designer to do it for you. That's what I did. I believe that this is the best option because you get to work with that person and really craft something that that shares, that that quickly shares your message in some way. You want when people to when people see that artwork, they 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 kind of get a feel for what they're going to get. All right? So prepare your podcast info, your title, your description, your your artwork, those are the most important when you go to fill out the information. There're going to be a few more details like the category and so on, tags and so on, um, but that'll come later. So that's step number two. Now, step number three, this is the step that I get the most questions about. You know what this step is. You want to get the right equipment and software. You want to get the right equipment. Here's why. Audio quality is super important. You're listening to this right now. It sounds very clean. It sounds crisp. It sounds like it sounds like I know what I'm doing, right? And that's because... I do know what I'm doing. And this is the step that a lot of people struggle with. And that's okay. But here's the thing. Even though the audio quality is like super important, you can actually get amazing quality sound. You can set up a little mini studio that gives you amazing quality without breaking the bank. And you can even get software to edit your podcast for free. It's free. Can you afford free? Is, is, that, is that okay? 
All right, all right, cool. So I want to give you some options for when you're on a low budget or let's say you want to spend a little more and have a better quality uh, recording. Number one, let's say you're on a really low budget. You can't spend $100, all right? You want to spend significantly less than that. Well, here's what I recommend. You just get one thing, one microphone. And the microphone that I'm going to recommend is a high-quality microphone that's been... I, mean, I, there's no, I don't think there's any other piece of equipment that I've been recommending for this long, besides a, the C920 webcam, the Logitech C920. This microphone has been around for a long time, uh, and it is the Audio-Technica. I love saying the name because it makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about, even though I don't have to know what I'm talking about to say it. But it's the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. Tell me I didn't sound like a, a smart podcasting guru saying that. Audio Technica ATR twenty one hundred USB. <laughs> now here's here's why I love this microphone. This is a USB microphone, as you can tell by the name, but it's not just a USB microphone. But because it's a USB microphone, you can plug it directly into your laptop, and and that's it, or your computer, and and that's it. You you got you got your setup, and you're good to go. But what makes this quite unique? is that it also has an XLR connection. And have you ever seen like those professional mic cables and they have these three pins uh, that kind of forms the shape of a triangle and you can plug it into a mixer? It has that. So in other words, you can use it in a basic setup where you're just connecting this to your laptop and nothing else, but you can also use it when you are, you know, let's say you upgrade to a bigger studio later on down the lines uh, and you want to connect your microphone to your fancy mixer or another device that we're going to talk about in a little while. You can do that as well. It's multi-purpose and it makes it simple to go from simple to complex. It's a beautiful thing. So the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB, that is the microphone that I recommend. Don't forget, we're going to have links to everything in the detailed article that goes along with this. Okay, so if you're on a budget, just get that mic. You get nothing else, and you will have a high-quality sounding, um, high-quality podcast. The sound is going to be great. Oh, and of course... That now that I'm talking about sound, the 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 gardener and so on are outside mowing the lawn. I don't know if you heard that or not. But if you didn't hear that, that is because I am using a professional microphone. <laughs> Actually, this works pretty well. Anyhow, the microphone that I am using, it's a bit more expensive. You can get like a package with the microphone and the cable and the shock mount and all this stuff for uh, uh, under $400. I know that's pricey. Um, but the mic I'm using is the Heil PR40. It is an awesome mic. I absolutely love the sound of this mic. And actually I have a I have a my my um my Heil PR40 is a, a one of a kind. The people from Heil, I met them at Social Media Marketing World. I met someone from there at Social Media Marketing World. And at the time I had a Heil PR40 and I love wood grain stuff and wooden things. So I had wooden tape wrapped around my microphone to make it look wood. 
and it looked like wood. And she saw it and she was like, uh, what did you do to the microphone? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I like wood and I put the tape on it. And yeah, she was like, huh, you know what? I think we can do something. And they got this microphone custom made for me. Wood grain, like how you'd put like wood grain in a car. And four microphones had to die for this one to actually survive. So this is a one of a kind <laughs> wooden microphone I well wooden look microphone I absolutely love it anyhow the Heil PR40 is not a USB mic so if you are using this mic you need to connect it to a mixer or some kind of an interface the interface if you want a, an affordable interface uh, the one that I recommend is the Focusrite Scarlett Solo once again, I'll link to that in the show notes. But if you're using a microphone with just an XLR and you are trying to connect it to your computer, you need something to connect it. And this interface will do that. So those are microphone options. A very affordable one. I think the Audio-Technica ATR 2100 USB, I'm going to Amazon right now. As I'm recording this, it costs 63 bucks. So for 63 bucks, you can have everything you need to record a high-quality micro uh, a podcast episode. I want to mention something really quick because one of the popular microphones that are recommended for recording a podcast is the Blue, uh, the Blue Yeti. I highly recommend not even touching it. I don't care what all the experts say about that mic. Don't touch it. Here's why. The microphone that I'm using, the Audio-Technica, is a dynamic microphone. That means it's less sensitive. In order for you to hear me clearly and for it to do its best job, I need to be very close to this microphone. I'll talk about that in a second. With the, with the Blue Yeti and those other microphones, those are condenser microphones. Those are the kinds of microphones you'd have in a recording studio where you are recording music. They're very sensitive. They're going to get every aspect of your sound a little better, but they're also going to pick up every aspect of the room and you don't want that that's why when people use that microphone they have to be way more concerned about you know the having panels on the walls and all this kind of stuff to to try to minimize the the, the effect of sound going into the mic no don't deal with all of that get one of these two microphones and you are good to go Let's talk about software options uh, for recording your podcast. The, the, the most basic and free option is using a, pro, a program called Audacity. Audacity is it's free. It's open source. It's very basic. It does all of the stuff that you need in order to have a high-quality podcast episode. Um, and it's, it works on PC or Mac. Now, if you're using a Mac, uh, you probably have GarageBand on there, and that it does a little more than Audacity, and it's also free. So, it, I mean, it's a win-win kind of situation, right? So you can use that if you're using a Mac. Uh, if you're using a PC, I recommend Audacity. Now, if you want to be, like, super professional and get all advanced and add, like, some audio sweetening and all that stuff to your podcast episodes, you know, the go-to program for professional audio editing software is Adobe Audition. It does a great job. Um, it is probably the best for podcasting, but you got to pay monthly for that. I have it. I don't use it for my podcast because I don't edit my podcast at all. Uh, so I don't use any software. I'll, I'll talk to you about that in a second. 
Um, but that is one option. So free option, Audacity. If you're on a Mac, you could use Audacity or you could use GarageBand, which is a little more advanced. Um, when I was editing my podcast, I was still using Audacity, even though I'm on a Mac. Uh, but if you want to experiment with some more advanced stuff, you can check out GarageBand on a Mac or Adobe Audition if you want to be like the super pro doing all the advanced stuff. <laughs> All right, I want to talk to you about one more option in terms of equipment. Now, if you are looking for easy, if that's your goal, you want easy, you you don't want to edit, or you want to minimize your amount of editing, you want to be able to say, hey, bring in this sound, and have it just come in with no planning or preparation because you have this one device that does everything I highly recommend the Rodecaster Pro. The Rode Rodecaster Pro. This thing here, you know, when I, when I really got into podcasting, I got a mixer, I got an interface, I got uh, my microphones, and then I had my iPad for playing sounds. I had this really complex, elaborate setup. This one device, it costs about $600, uh, $599, I think. Um, it takes... Pl- it takes all of that. I don't need a mixer. I don't need a digital recorder. I don't need an iPad. I don't need this and that because it's all right here in this one device. It is super awesome and it's super easy. Once again, I'll link to all of these in the show notes. And quite frankly, you can go to like becomeablogger.com slash roadcaster or you can go to becomeablogger.com slash ATR2100. Like I have links for all of those. Those are affiliate links. So if you do buy, I get a commission. It doesn't cost you any more, but um, I get you know credit for referring you to those uh, things that you buy. Now, lastly, I want to... Oh, you, you got to have music, right? When you start your podcast, you might want something like this or you might want something else and all that good stuff, right? You want to get royalty-free music that you can use for your intro and outro. Now, one site that I can recommend for this is Music Bakery. Uh, you can go to musicbakery.com and what they'll allow you to do is basically select a genre or a mood or anything of that sort and it's going to give you uh, a bunch of different options for royalty-free audio and it's going to give you different lengths that you can use. So you can get like a seven-second uh, clip. You can get a, a a one minute clip and it, they, they have these different packages you pay for it once and then you can use it on all of your episodes so that's step number three the equipment get your equipment get your software once you have that you're good you can start as basic as just getting the atr 2100 and having the free audacity software and you need to get Absolutely nothing more for recording and editing your podcast. Or you can go advance and get the Rode Rodecaster Pro one-stop shop, press buttons and record, press buttons to hit play your awesome sounds, uh, bring your voice in via your microphone, and you are good to go. All right, step number four. You want to plan your first sequence of episodes. You basically want to come out the gate just running. Like, like, like flying out the gates. You want to come out strong. 
All right. In your first episode, of course, you can give like an introduction, right? What is this podcast is about? Who? Uh, what is this podcast about? Who is it for? Why are you recording it? What is the value they are going to get? What is the problem you're going to be helping your audience solve? Um, all that good stuff. You want to set that, set the stage for what is to come. And your first few episodes, you, you really want to give them a clear picture of what your podcast episodes will be like. So come out strong. Put some extra thought into what this is going to be, what you're going to cover. Give a good first impression. What resources are you going to point people to? How will you set the stage for what is to come? Your main goal here is to set the right expectations. All right? Does that make sense? Yeah? Okay, Th thanks for responding. When I ask you a question, I am so grateful when you respond. It's like when I do, um, I'm doing Insanity Max 30 um, with Sean T. Uh, it's a workout program. And every so often he asks you a question. He's like, no, I need you to tell me. And I'm like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> this is exactly what I want you to do. Do you think you can do a podcast? Yeah, tell me. Yeah, I can do this. Okay, this is kind of weird. Let's just continue to uh, step number five. <laughs> Step number five, record and edit your podcast. Okay, so we have, we, we, we know who we're targeting. We have the equipment. Uh, we've, we've, you know, we've set up our little podcasting studio, uh, which could just be a mic plugged into a computer. And now it's time to record. And this can be intimidating for some people. It, it can also be kind of weird, right? Right now I'm in my office at home talking into a microphone. I'm not talking like to someone in the room with me. I'm just talking as if I'm talking to someone. So here's what I want to recommend for you. I have a few steps that I follow. Feel free to follow the steps that I follow. Feel free to tweak it. If you find, hey, you know what, I don't want to do this as much. But number one, start with an outline. This, this is, for me, so important. You know, if you are someone who, like myself, maybe you have the gift of gab, this can be a blessing, right? You can talk about just about anything, anywhere, and yada, 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 have this awesome conversation, yada, yada, yada. But here's the, here's the, 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 the issue. The issue is... If that gift of gab goes unchecked, you can end up with a, a, a podcast episode that really goes off the rails. And ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody want to hear you talking for three hours about, you know, how to start a podcast. <laughs> no. So you want to have that focus. And starting with an outline really helps you to have that focus. Um, so, 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 so whether you have that gift of gab or not, Start with an outline. This will keep you focused. It's going to get you to your destination as efficiently as possible. And that is always a good thing. As you, you know, you're thinking through what you want to cover, you're making this outline, you're reorganizing a little bit. Uh, it helps you to hash out your thoughts so that you can produce a higher quality episode. So start with an outline. This is the one I'm going to say, you know, this is not, this is, this is the thing you got to do. Start with that. Once in a while, when I'm just kind of sharing a little different stuff where, you know, I'm sharing from my heart or something that I'm just going through, telling you a story, I may not have an outline or as detailed of an art outline. But generally speaking, for 95% of my podcast episodes, 
I start with an outline. Number two, write your intro and outro. Now, as someone that just, I don't think you should ever read your podcast episodes unless you're really, really good at that. I don't think you should read your podcast episodes. I don't read my podcast episodes. But what I do read (laughs) is my intro and my outro. I have my two paragraphs here in front of me. It says, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No matter how many times I've read that, I still have that written out right in front of me. My outro is written out right in front of me. And here's why. These two things are so important. The intro really sets the stage for what is about to come. You want to hook their attention. You want to let them know what value they're going to get from this episode. And you want to make sure to mention the things that you have to mention to set the stage. And then your outro, any calls to action that you may have, you want to emphasize that in your outro. And you don't want to miss any details. You don't want to leave it up to chance. It's like when someone is speaking or you're interviewing someone. I've been getting into emceeing. When I'm emceeing, I have certain things that I want to read about this person because I want to do their introduction justice. The great thing is the more that you read, the more that you practice this reading your intro and outro stuff, the more it will sound like you're not reading. So maybe, I don't know, to you, to you, does it sound like I read that intro when I'm saying, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> that doesn't sound like I'm reading, at least not to me. Maybe it does to you, but to me, it doesn't sound like I'm reading. It's because I've done it so many times times. So the more you do it, the better you get at it, the less it sounds like you're reading. All right. Next step in this is write an article. Now, this is the optional step. This is something that I do, and I do it because there are some significant benefits, two main benefits to doing this. Um, Whenever I, you know, I've written the outline, I will then write a detailed article. This is going to be my show notes, but it's more than just show notes. It's a, it's a full article. And what this does for me, number one, is it helps me to refine my, art, my outline. Yeah, I've created the outline and maybe I've rearranged things a little bit. But whenever I start writing my article, I will see some gaps. And then I will plug it in. For example, the section about writing the intro and outro That was not in my outline. But when I was writing this article, I was like, wait a minute, something is missing. And I was able to go back and add that section in because it's such an important section. This this helps me to perform better when I'm actually recording the episode because, you know, I've gone over the content again. Um, And and it, it really does pay off. And I absolutely love doing this. Whenever I don't write the article first, I don't get as high quality of an episode. Now, uh, you may choose not to do this because it's not as much of a focus. Or maybe you can get someone to write it for you. Um, I've done that as well. And it has worked out pretty well in the past. Um, 
that so reason number one it helps me refine my outline reason number two and this is the more important one it really does help you to optimize your podcast for the search engines now it's no secret google loves written content right and when you have quality written content on your blog that is more likely to be indexed or at least to be indexed well Okay, so by having this well-written article that follows your outline, you can actually take advantage of the SEO benefits. You want to optimize for search engines? Having this article is going to help you do just that. When I did my biology blog, um, I, it was mostly videos, but I knew how much Google like loved written content. So I would also have written articles. And as a result of that, my context started getting indexed much more more readily. And that's how my traffic was able to grow. That was a huge reason behind the growth of my biology blog. Same thing with the podcast. Now, as I mentioned, you can get somebody to write it for you. Uh, I've done that where I've paid someone $30 to $40 for each article. They'd listen to my podcast and then they'd uh, write the article. Uh, that works too. There are companies that will do this for you. Or you could just say, hey, you know what? I don't want to get as detailed. I care more about the podcast and so on uh, where this is concerned. So I'm just going to put like a, a quick summary show notes type thing to get people to listen to the episode but not have the full article it's up to you i love the benefits of writing the detail article so that's what i recommend now let's talk about actually recording the episode because there are a few things to keep in mind with recording you have your your little mini podcast studio set up you have your outline in front of you uh, and i recommend when you are re recording you you follow the outline not necessarily looking at the article because if you're looking at the article you might end out end up reading more and that's not the feel that you want to go for with your podcast now, for me, because I've been doing this for a while, I actually have on one screen in front of me, the outline, on the other screen in front of me, the article. Uh, and sometimes I'll go back and forth just to get a, f a little more details from the article, but I don't read it off the article. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to sit down, sit up straight, and talk into the microphone. The positioning of the microphone is going to be very important. Let me explain. I keep the microphone within two to three inches from my mouth. Now, here's why. You're going to get a, a pretty good quality doing that. Now, you're going to experiment with this because depending on your microphone and depending on your voice, you may have to move a little bit, but you want to experiment with it starting about two to three inches from, the, from having the mic two to three inches from your mouth. Now, here's, here's why. You don't want to get too close. The closer you get to the microphone, you're going to get what's called the proximity effect and with the proximity effect you'll start getting a little more bass now you 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 may not hear this clearly depending on the microphone that you're using but if i come way into the podcast microphone there's only so close i can come because um there's something blocking but i'm trying to get way up in there now you might hear a little more bass in my voice and you may think Oh, well, that's not a bad thing. I want more bass. But it actually can muffle the sound a little bit. So two to three inches is where I am right now. You're hearing the bass. You're hearing a little more of the highs than when I was here. And that gives it a more well-rounded sound. You don't get as much of the proximity effect. Now, if I am way far from the microphone, 
in order to really hear me at the level, I have to turn up the microphone. Now, do you notice that you, you're also hearing a little more of, like, when I'm talking, you hear like a shh, shh, shh. Do you hear that? It's kind of bringing in some additional stuff because it's so loud. This is why you don't want to be so far away from your microphone because now you have to compensate and you don't by, by turning up the volume and you're not going to get as good a quality of recording. So I'm going to put that back down. I'm going to come back close to my microphone within two to four, two to three inches. And you will probably see that it does sound better. Now, if you didn't hear the difference, I would highly recommend listening to this again with headphones on or something that gives you a better quality sound. And you will see exact, you will, you won't see nothing. But you will hear exactly what I'm talking about. Now, another tip is you may want to hold, you want to experiment with this, but hold the mic off a little to the right or a little to the left so that you're not talking directly into the mic. And the reason for that is when you're speaking, there's wind that's coming out of your mouth, right? And if that wind goes into the microphone, that can cause what, what are called plosives. So the, the, the P's and the S's and the T's, uh, will kind of give like a, a muddled sound. I can't fully show, demonstrate that to you because I have this pop filter right in front of my microphone. I'm going to try though to... Oh, you did hear that just now. Okay, so I am I am trying to speak around my, my pop filter and you'll hear when I do the pops and the s you hear that sound. You don't want that. So one way of minimizing that is by getting a pop filter. Another way of minimizing that is just move it over to the side. You're not talking directly into the microphone, so the wind isn't going directly into the microphone. Um, and that can help significantly. Now, one final tip. <clears throat> one, oh, wow. Oh, okay, never mind. One final tip is this. When you're talking into a microphone... It, it may not seem natural, especially if you're just starting a podcast, right? So I want you to picture a friend. I want you to imagine a friend is in front of you and you are talking to that friend. Or e even if you want, you could take a picture of a friend or a picture of a person and put that in front of you. Look at that picture and talk to that picture. That can actually make a, a, a huge difference in making you sound more natural, like you're having a conversation, as opposed to you're reading a script. So by imagining you're talking to someone, that can really, really benefit you. All right. Now, let's say you want to record an interview. I, I love doing interviews. You get to connect with awesome people. And uh, some of these people will share your, your, your interview with their audiences. And that's a great way to grow your audience. So the question is, how do you record an interview? <clears throat> I'm going to give you two options. Option number one is to use Skype, not Zoom. Do not. If you have a choice between using Skype and Zoom, use Skype. Here's why. The audio quality will actually be significantly better. On Zoom, it can be very easy, right? You can um, record uh, with Zoom. You don't need any additional software to record or anything like that. But 
the quality is not going to be as good. I listened to some side-by-side comparisons, and I've even listened to my recordings, um, and it, it just doesn't do as good of a job. Now, if you're using Skype, you're going to need software to record your conversations. All right? Um, one, one, ver- one option, if you're using Mac, is the Ecamm Call Recorder. That's v- relatively inexpensive, and it just adds on to, to Skype, and you can hit record when you're ready to record. Now, if you're on a PC, Ecamm doesn't work. So you can use VODBurner, or you can use Pamela. Pamela is much more cost-effective than VODBurner. VODBurner, I've heard some really great stuff about, but they both work. So they both work. So if you're using Skype, you need something else to record it. Option number two, if you you if you really want like high-quality audio and you want to use a service for doing that, Zencaster is really cool. It's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. And what Zencaster will do is it will record on your end and it will record on their end locally. So it's not recording over the internet like you're getting with um, uh, uh, Skype with voice over IP and Zoom and those kinds of stuff. It will record locally on your side and on their side and put it together for you. Now, it's a little more technical to get it set up, but it's not very complicated. And the audio quality that you get is actually pretty good. Once you are done recording your podcast episode, you want to export that as an MP3 file. That's going to give you a relatively small file size and makes it easy to for, for people to download it to whatever podcasting app they're using and listen to. It's not going to take up a lot of their bandwidth and all that good stuff. So MP3 file is the format that you want it in. And then you're going to tag that. Man, we're going through a lot of technical details in this. Oh, man, this is, this is, this is, but this is everything you need to know to get you going, right? Then you're going to tag your MP3 files. To do that, I use this program called the ID3 editor. And that will allow you to tag it with the title, the description, uh, the artwork, uh, the copyright information, your name, the genre, a, a few details like that. So that when someone listens to your episode on whatever device, they can also see all of the stuff that's related to that episode. All right. We got two more steps. Step number six, post your episode. Publish that thing on your blog. If you're using WordPress, that is great. And we'll talk about how to publish it. But the first thing is you need a podcast hosting service. Don't try to upload your MP3s to your hosting server for your your blog, your website, or anything of that sort. Because while they do say unlimited bandwidth, when you start streaming audio files, which is much larger than you know loading a web page or a blog, you're gonna get contacted by them, especially once you start getting a decent number of downloads. And they might shut you down, or they might say, hey, you have X number of days to stop, and you don't want to do that. So you want to get a podcasting hosting services. Uh, a podcasting host podcast hosting service. I'm going to give you three options. 
Option number one, Libsyn. This is a very popular one that a lot of podcasters are using. They've been around for a while, and the beautiful thing about them is they give you unlimited bandwidth. It doesn't matter if someone is downloading your stuff, uh, a hundred, if a hundred people are downloading it, or a thousand or a million people are downloading. You pay the same exact fee. What you are paying for, the different prices reflect how much hosting you get. So if depending on whether you're uploading an episode once a week and it's a certain length, you might pay a few dollars. I think everywhere from $5 on up. Okay. Um, so Libsyn is great for that. Unfortunately, man, it is ugly. Libsyn it has the ugliest interface that I've seen in a very long time. It's like they're stuck in the 90s. Um, <laughs> I use Simplecast. Now, Simplecast is great. I love it. It's beautiful. It has more detailed analytics. Um, uh, I just love their service. But the downloads you get is not unlimited. All right? Uh that's one downside. So if you have 100,000 people downloading your episodes, um, you're going to be paying for that. Um, for me, right now, I have a 50,000 uh, downloads per month limit. And quite frankly, if I start getting more than 50,000 downloads, I'd be happy to upgrade. <laughs> because it's a great service and I, I love the support that they gave and everything. A free option is anchor.fm. Now, this is a free service. It's now owned by Spotify. They bought it a little while ago. Um, and it's great because it has like all kinds of community features built in. Uh, someone can listen to your podcast and then respond within the app by recording their voice. And I mean, it's really cool, the features that it has. But the downside is that it compresses your audio in a way that you know, decreases the quality of the sound. And I don't like that. I want you to get the full... If I'm, if I'm going to invest in all this equipment and get such an awesome sounding podcast, I want you to hear it fully. And the last step in this... No, actually, two more steps in this uh, process of posting your episode is actually publishing it. Now, here's what I recommend. In WordPress, create a category for your podcast. So every, piece of, every podcast episode that you publish is going to go in that category. You want to add your show notes, which could be your your article, and uh, it maybe it, maybe you went all the way out, like I said, and you wrote a detailed article. You can put that in there, and then you can optimize it using the Yoast SEO plugin. This plugin is really, I mean, it's the best for SEO, and it's going to help you to optimize it so that you'll be more likely to get traffic from Google. So you want to publish it to your WordPress blog. And lastly, in this step six, submit your podcast to podcast directories. Once you have at least one episode published, some people recommend having three episodes published uh, so that when people go, they can start downloading multiple episodes and that increases your stream numbers in the beginning and that helps you to get features. I don't, I don't pay much attention to that personally. I just submit it to the directories for the purpose of making sure that my podcast is wherever people need to find it. All right? Now, you can submit to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn. It's a very simple process. You're just taking your RSS feed, the feed that the service that you're using for hosting your podcast gives you, and you just submit that with the details about your podcast 
and that's it. You submit and you wait. The beautiful thing is once you do that once, that's it. You don't have to do it again. All right? When you publish your podcast in the future, it's just going to automatically be syndicated to all of these different platforms, and that's a beautiful thing. Step number seven, the final step. You want to promote your podcast. This is important because you want to get your stuff out there. How do you do that? I'm going to give you four simple suggestions or four suggestions. It may or may not be simple. Number one, <laughs> optimize your show notes. I already spoke about that, so I don't need to go into detail about that anymore. I just wanted to reemphasize, if you have that article, you can optimize it and get traffic from the search engines. Number two, if you have an email list, promote that junk to your email list. When you publish an episode, let them know so that they can come back and check it out. Number three, promote it on social media. Social media can be a great place for getting your content out there. Now, obviously, the algorithms in many cases are working against us, um, but people go to social media because they want to connect with people. So build this community online where you are connecting with people, and when appropriate, share your content with them, even your podcast episodes. And number four, connect with other podcasters. This is one of the big ones. Whether it's you being interviewed on their podcast, them being interviewed on your podcast, it is a great way to get exposed to a new audience. And if you're interviewed on a podcast, you know that th that audience, they're already listening to podcasts. So when they ask you at the end, how can people find out more about you? Tell them you have a podcast and how to find that podcast so that they can check you out. And that's pretty much it. Those are the steps involved with starting a podcast. So the question is, are you going to start one? <laughs> or do you, oops, my, my, my external hard drive fell on the floor. I should pick that up. Um, or <laughs> do you already have a podcast? I would love to know. Head on over to becomeablogger.com slash 364. Just as a reminder, there's a podcast checklist that goes along with this episode, and you can download it by going to becomeablogger.com slash 364. My detailed article so that you can evaluate what a detailed article looks like is going to be there as well. Oh, man. I hope you got a lot of value from that episode. Check it out. Becomeablogger.com slash 364. Lastly, oh, I do have a course on podcasting. Did you know that? And it's in the coaching club, which is unlike any other blog training program. I'm reading my outro now, by the way. Um, any other blog tra training program out there, because in addition to all the great training I have on how to build an online business with a blog, you get direct access to me to answer your most pressing questions. So if you're struggling with anything related to starting or growing your blogging business or your podcast, in this case, you can ask me and I will record a video showing you exactly how to do the thing that you are trying to figure out how to do. Head on over to bloggercoaching.com. That's bloggercoaching.com. Uh, that's it for now. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless. <laughs>